Hi, I'm Katie Steinberg and welcome to Game Changers. Today, I have a special guest joining me, Joel Totoro. How's it going, Joel? It's great. Happy to be here. <laughs> Joel is the director of sports science at Thorne and um, so, so, so excited to have you on today. <laughs> I told them off camera, actually, that I, um, I'm a, obviously, so many are huge fans of Thorne, but I definitely use their vitamin C and collagen. <laughs> I'd love to hear it. <laughs> um, so a topic that seems to be brought up more and more nowadays is that athletes have really extended the length of their careers. Um, so we're getting more and more 40-year-old athletes. Um, would you say that this is the result of everything we've learned about physical wellness over the last few decades? Yeah, I think I think that's a major part of it. I think there's kind of a, a couple of things at play here. I think part of it is obviously the the advances we've made in, in science and understanding the human body, but a lot of it too is kind of on the athlete side and athletes really taking control of their own health and being understanding that, you know, things that I do in college can impact the longevity of my career. Um, so there is that kind of, you know, individual control uh, and understanding. It's just not necessarily just what the team docs say, like this is on me, right? And then I think the the, the bigger part is, uh, kind of the collaboration that's been built between different disciplines. So just because we've had advances in nutrition and the metabolic side, I can't look at that alone. So it's it's me talking to athletic trainers, talking to sports psychologists, strength coaches, so that if you're an athlete and you do have an ACL, we're going to take care of it from all different aspects instead of just the physical recovery. So those kinds of things are extending careers. Um, and again, it's just the, the way the teams are supporting it. You know, 20 years ago, there were no Diet, full-time dietitians in pro sports, right? Yeah. Uh, now every team has at least one, right? So it's it's kind of just a mix of different industries growing and then mm -hmm. the kind of understanding that using health and wellness can be a performance enhancer within the game. Absolutely. And then do you think this has had a spillover to the general population as well, um, just to achieve healthy aging? I do. I think uh, mm -hmm. I, I say a lot. I, I've spent 20 years in, in human performance and a majority of what I've done is on the human side, right? It's that foundational yeah. human. So if you take care of those baseline fundamental needs, then you can start working two to three percent, uh, you know, at the very top end to get that edge. Uh, but if your baseline is 70, 2% of 70 is nowhere near as good as if we really treat that full human. And And a lot of what we've learned in the athletic world and it's a little unique because athletes are so in tune. They, they have so many tests done and they can really notice minor changes yeah. uh, that will take you or I a little bit longer to, to get to. But uh, there are those <laughs> applications down, right? Both, both from the science world where, you know, okay, we can do these, we can test these in a controlled environment with athletes and it leads us to making ideas and generalizations about general health or general population that we then study, right? So it kind of informs mm -hmm. those research questions. Uh, but it's also just the awareness, the same thing, you know, sports is a, it has a ton of eyeballs on it. So, mm -hmm. you know, if, you know, LeBron is doing all this, or you hear, you know, ex-athlete is spending so much money on personal chefs and all this stuff, like, hey, I don't necessarily need to be at that level, but I need some version of that, right? Whether it's, <laughs> okay, I'm going to prepare my meals. If he's got a chef, I'll be my own chef. So uh, I think that's kind of the trickle down there. And it, but it's just a general awareness in, in, you know, kind of the populate. I mean, this is the generation that grew up with Food Network. We all see yeah. how to cook. We just don't do it, right? So it's the <laughs> kind of applying that that knowledge to the individual. But um, you mentioned healthy aging, and I think that's that's a really important part is, is really taking that twist 
from traditional, you know, a couple decades ago where you kind of just waited for a problem to show up, did what your doctor told you, and that mm-hmm. was kind of your your plan. Whereas a lot of people are, are kind of becoming, <clears throat> it's kind of a, a, been set a ton, but the CEO of themselves in figuring out, <laughs> okay, I've got a, a chief financial officer, I'm budgeting for that. I've got a trusted source for you know, kind of my <laughs> brand and what I'm doing. Who's my chief wellness officer, right? So and that's kind of... That's kind of where uh, we need to go. And a lot of people neglect that. But um, it is a growing interest in taking control and, and realizing that I want to be active. I want to enjoy my mm-hmm. older years. You know, you work so hard to get to retirement. You know, you want to enjoy it, right? So, yeah. Um, idea, I feel like it's all preventative nowadays, too. It is. And I mean, to me, that's that's what a healthcare system is, right? Mm-hmm. We, we kind of have a, a, a disease treatment uh, system in place, but uh, uh, a healthcare system is really treating things before they happen and predicting when they're going to yeah. happen. And you know, using science and technology to get that kind of understanding what's true for you, because mm-hmm. we are so individual and there's so much in the mix there to to really make the decisions that are best for us, both now and how that impacts our future. Absolutely. Um, so how has Thorne developed artificial intelligence models to provide ins- insights and personal data, products, services, um, that help individuals to take a proactive and then actionable approach um, to both improve and then maintain their health over a lifetime. And sorry, that was a mouthful. But no, yeah, uh, I think that's uh, <laughs> that in and of itself is a whole episode. I'm sure with someone significantly smarter than me. But um, what's really exciting, and it's kind of one of my favorite things about working at Thorne, is the fact that I'm just one of a huge uh, department of you know credentialed individuals that are so experts in their field. So we were pretty lucky to to partner and happy to partner with uh, two leaders in the biospace kind of AR world or biomedical uh, space. So Joel Dudley and Chris Mason, who in their fields are super well known and, and blow my mind every time I speak with them. Uh, but they kind of were able to take the AI, so computer learning and, and everything we've been doing for years, analyzing situations outside the body, taking them inside the body and basically, you know, being able to run millions of different scenarios through you know, kind of a virtual body uh, and see kind of what that tells us, the things we wouldn't know to look for before. Like, hey, these two things are showing up, you know, this nutrient we would have never looked at for inflammation or this nutrient we would have never looked at as being important for muscle health is showing up when we run these scenarios. So it's it's been super insightful. And, and the kind of frustration in the industry is we see so many great, impressive things happen at the research level. And then it takes 20 years to get to the consumer, right? So kind of what AI is doing is speeding up that process and and making us make informed decisions so that we can know, hey, these two things are closely related. Let's focus the research there so we can get to market, right? And then on the the kind of backside, the limitations of research is it only really represents the exact group of people that they were studied on. So we're not, while we can make extrapolations, like a ton of research, you know, that we've done across, you know, athletics specifically, we're done in like European white males. So, you know, there's, you know, a famous um, kind of cliche in the sports world is like, women athletes are not little men, right? And that's (laughs) what we've been forced to extrapolate the the research from. So what what AI allows us to do is kind of take that, um, Nathan Price, who's our uh, chief scientific officer, at Thorne, he kind of calls it a digital twin. So you're able to take you and run like real life dynamic scenarios through your body about, you know, nutrients. So kind of the pharmaceutical model, um, learning what they've done to be like, you know, we we know this ingredient is safe. 
what does it look like in all these scenarios, kind of taking that same idea and applying it at a different level at the nutrient level. So what do these nutrients do? What are these? We know they're safe. We know where we've been using them. Uh, what what are potentials there? So it's, it's just really exciting to get to that one size fits one, get to you to understand yourself, which, you know, again, goes back to that CEO of you, right? But be, <laughs> making sure you make the best decisions for you. And uh, I think it's it's super exciting to me and, and understanding that, you know, as we get more and more data, we can then add those that filter back on and get even more specific, right? So mm-hmm. every day, the the computer models are, are getting better and better. I've actually never heard the, <laughs> spoiler alert, I've never heard CEO of you until now, and I'm going to use it every single day. <laughs> yeah, you got to. Yeah. That's fantastic. You got to build out that C-suite, right? <laughs> yes, yes. Um So, I mean, at times wellness supplements have gotten a bad rap. Um, I feel like I could even kind of answer this, but why do you think it's so important to change this image? Um, But especially by being the only supplement manufacturer that collaborates with the Mayo Clinic. Yeah, I think that's that's important. And we kind of try to be, you know, kind of the the good guys in the Wild West, right? Yeah. Kind of uh, uh, lead the model, lead by example and kind of set that set that standard. And, you know, Thorne's been around for over 30 years in the medical space. So uh, we're able to do things, you know, kind of because of our reputation, because of our our legacy that, you know, a new company or a company that's, you know, largely marketing driven without really, and may have a scientific advisory board. We employ those. We have that in-house, you know, so we are, we're a research and education company who creates solutions, supplements being potentially one of them, but it, it really goes back to who you are and why you're doing what you're doing. So, um, the fact that we do partner with Mayo as a research partner, and they're one of many research partners we have. So we don't just go through the the kind of rigors to make sure we're we're getting ingredients that are safe, clean, and efficacious. We then prove it in specific populations, you know, which is, you know, you kind of have to go that far if you're going to be, if you're going to be impacting or, or attempting to impact, you know, people's lives. You know, there's a responsibility and a, a kind of ethic, ethic, uh, ethical kind of question there if you're doing it, you know, like, and it's not it's not necessarily easy to be super profitable in the, in the, in the supplement space. So you have to be in it for the right reason and you have to really build out the systems to make that work. So, you know, at Thorne, it's why, like having been in the industry on the kind of performance side for so many years, mm-hmm. walking to their plant the first time it was as a nerd, crazy, super impressive. <laughs> it's, it's one of those like, Oh, I already know everything about the quality just by the fact that you care about these certain things. So, oh. um, you know, we talk a little bit about, um, you know, the quality we do in, internally. So we have, you know, four rounds of testing, yeah. over 760 contaminants. We turn away so much product before it even wow. enters the building. Um, and, then, and then from there, we take for our athletes, we kind of go an extra step and, and farm them out to a company called uh, NSF uh, Certified for Sports. So they, they're a safety company and they do everything, yeah. get their logos on, you know, your blenders and your washing machines. Uh, but they have a specific sports programs and that's to protect uh, athletes who are drug tested. Mm-hmm. So there's over 200 banned substances that, you know, may not be illegal to be in your, they're probably not great to be in there, not great for the body, but not illegal unless you're a drug tested athlete. Um, so there is that kind of, while we do the testing, we stand by our products. There is that kind of peace of mind and uh, understanding <laughs> that there's a protection against, uh, you know, testing positive and losing eligibility and your your kind of livelihood. Totally. Um, but I, I always kind of take double down on that, like, I kind of feel like everybody should have that protection, right? Like whether yeah. you're drug tested or not. So, yeah. I was going to ask also, why do you think that supplements have such a 
not a bad rap, but it's like there is a little bit of a negative connotation at times. Um, why do you yeah, feel that way? I think part of it is kind of the misunderstanding of what what is regulated, what isn't. You know, so there are some some things in place uh, to make sure that you're following general good practices, but just being okay doesn't necessarily mean optimal best, right? And it, it is a it is a money driven business. So, as I mentioned earlier, if you don't care enough about you know, putting resources back into quality control and testing and innovation and caring what your your what are in your products. You know, so many times we see it's not necessarily that that product is um, poorly designed, but there's binders and fillers and other stuff in there that kind of, you know, it says like proprietary blend, so you don't have to say how much, so you don't know what you're actually getting, right? So there, there's kind of distrust there because it's it's a pretty cluttered atmosphere. So it is tough to find a thorn, right? That's out there. You're like, oh, you guys are doing it the right way. Okay, I trust you. I trust you uh, now and, and forever, right? So it, it, it takes a lot of effort to be as kind of buttoned up and, and care as much as we do about, you know, we're kind of, you know, I, I kind of always say we're in a service industry. While we have products, they it's it's a positive impact on you and you are the end consumer right what ha- how happens to you and how you feel that's that's what we're providing right so if we're not doing that you know it's great to sell a product once but we're trying to impact your life like as we talked about right we want you to be as healthy as you can be for as long as you can be so that's kind of the 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 altruistic part of our company that not everybody has so uh it's just a matter of finding good people and Truth be told, the, the the kind of lesser players don't stick around. You know, we rarely see supplement companies last more than, you know, three to five years because it's all Crazy. flash marketing buzzwords and then there's no substance there. Absolutely. Um, you have to have it to back it up. Also, you have the, um, <laughs> for someone who loves uh, health and medicine and then sports as well, you have one of the best jobs there is. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. <laughs> <laughs> you hit the jackpot with that. But um, going a little bit more into, I guess, sports. But so drug testing, as you, we had mentioned before, um, has always been critical in sports. But um, yeah, how have you been a little bit more proactive in ensuring that your products don't have any of the 273 athletic banned substances? Yeah, so it goes, it's, there's kind of a couple of different steps. Uh, mm-hmm. One obviously starts with company philosophy, as we just talked about. Uh, but two, it's finding the right partners and the right ingredients. So Thorne's one of the few supplement companies that makes their own products in-house. So a lot of times you're yeah. you're getting a, a different label on the same vitamin C, right, from the same manufacturing plant that's kind of doing bulk and uh, especially if they're not concerned about the NSF market. So a lot of the positives we see, it's not rarely or is it an intentional um, contamination. It's, hey, this is not allowed in this supplement and you didn't clean this product as well as, or the machine as well as you did the last time. So a lot of times it is an accidental, you know, exposure. Uh, but that doesn't matter to the drug testing bodies, right? It's what's in you is in you, right? So uh, there has to be that that commitment, and we're able to control so much more because we do make our own products. As I said, we we turn away a ton of products that just don't meet our standards, and and those get sold. They don't get thrown away. Somebody else buys them, right? Um, and to the to the fact that those even when they do pass our initial testing, they're quarantined completely away from the rest of our manufacturing facility until they've gone through all our rigorous testing. So wow. you can't even get in the door, right? So again, <laughs> and that's a that's a company kind of philosophy, and it, it's what we need yeah, to do like to, to get there, right? <laughs> and then from there, yeah, you have to have a facility that's up to NSF standards or industry standards to 
make sure that, you know, you know, to the fact that we won't even allow like wood pallets in because there's potential pesticides in that wood. Right. So those little things, like I said, when, when you, when you look at those details, you're like, Oh, then they care about everything. If they care, if they thought to care about this. Right. Um, And then from there it is, like I said, we have, you know, a lab on site, we have a huge quality industry leading kind of quality control um, and quality assurance where we are literally doing everything NSF would do uh, on that before we even send it out. Cause that's our reputation too. We're not going to send a product out that gets turned down. So um, it is that, and then caring to do that extra step of letting, like being so confident what we do to mm-hmm. let an outside party test our products and be like, yeah, where it's there, test, do wow. every test you want where we got this. So um, it's, it's kind of, uh, like I said, it, it takes a legit. lot more to get <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but that's our reputation. That's what we built it on for, for 35 years. So uh, I didn't realize you guys were one of the only companies that was all in-house as well. Yeah, very, very few people understand that. I mean, it's kind of like uh, I've got a, a buddy that works in the bourbon industry, and there's a ton of that just they all manufacture out of certain plants and then put their label Jeez. on it. Like there yeah, is yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no bullet distri- uh, distillery, right? So kind mm-hmm. of the same thing. There is no X-brand supplement warehouse or, or factory or laboratory. It's just kind of bulk contract manufactured. <laughs> I have to ask, um, so being the CEO of your own body, <laughs> what are um, some of, are you, are you taking any supplements first off? And then what are, what is your healthcare regime? <laughs> what yeah. is your daily regime? <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, uh, I do take and, and it's kind of the, the blessing and the curse because we have so many great part products and mm-hmm. I've developed them over time. Like, I kind of want to take them all. Right. And, you know, I'm on one call with one, one doc and I'm like, Oh, I need to start that uh, for me. So kind of my big kind of, I guess, pain points or, or areas of improvement as a, as a CEO are uh, sleep is poor. It always has been for me. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I take, I do a lot around sleep. Um, you know, I'm physical, I train. So muscle health um, ton right now in the kind of cognitive space. So we yeah. look a lot about brain health. And, and when we talk about healthy aging brains, one of the things we always talk about, Oh, it's the most important thing, or one of the. Yeah, no, but uh, especially, you know, when we talk about quality life and just Mm -hmm. kind of, you know, areas that, you know, have have potential concern as you age, just how the body normally progresses. Uh, So that's been a big area of focus for me. And and obviously coming from, you know, I spent a lot of time in the NFL and we were partnered with the UFC. So brain health and concussion are things that I'm super passionate about. So Mm -hmm. looking at what nutrients the brain uses and, and realizing, I mean, the brain at normally uses about 20% of your calories, but then you start using it more, you know, that number can get pretty high. So giving it the nutrients it needs. So um, I do a lot. We just released a product called Cinequil, which kind of came out of concussion research with the Mayo Clinic. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we're looking at the the nutrients that the brain needs to kind of heal after a a concussive event. Um, But as we were kind of looking at that, they're the same nutrients the brain uses every day. It's just obviously in in significantly more amounts. Uh, So as I'm kind of looking at them, like, okay, well, I have a brain. Like, do you have a brain and do you use it? You need those nutrients. So uh, I've been using Cynical kind of Monday through Friday just just to kind of get through my back-to-back meetings and get through, a, a, you know, a, a research article without, you know, looking at my phone seven times. So uh, that's where I look at um, my favorite product we make. And it's kind of actually how I found Thorn is, is magnesium. It's one of those ingredients. I take it before bed. <laughs> Same. It's I, yeah. Uh, I need to start using thorns, but yeah. or thirty minutes before bed. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's one of those ingredients where, so as we, we talked about the advancements in in science, uh, so vitamin D, magnesium. The reason it took so long to get kind of out there that 
it was probably deficient or, or suboptimal in a lot of people is it was like a one extra test you had to do. So it wasn't, you know, your baseline serum, calciums and magnesium don't tell the whole story. Yeah. So you really have to do that extra test. And as we started looking at magnesium, you know, thus in the, in the kind of performance industry knew there was a higher need for it, potentially a, lo- a lower uh, amount in the diet. But once we started actually testing, getting lab results back, we saw like, you know, in some of our athletes are clinically low, not just not great, but like, yikes, right? And it's involved yeah. in, in 600 different reactions in the body, but, you know, primarily muscle health, brain health, you know, shoot really everything. But, yeah. um, and then you get that be- benefit of, I need magnesium anyway, and it does have a, an impact on sleep quality. Yeah, I mean, isn't it one, it's a, like one of the, um, it's like one of the biggest things that, yeah, we're most deficient in. Yeah. And, and nobody's really talking about it. Like vitamin D, finally, we've got that out there that like, hey, if you wear sunscreen, you live north of Atlanta, you're probably not getting enough vitamin D in your diet. <laughs> right? Magnesium too. And it's just not, you know, it sounds like something that should be in everything. Right. And it's just not there, you know, whether it's uh, from soil quality over the years or, or whatnot. But yeah, it's something we're seeing that's the and it's really involved in e- literally everything in the yeah. body. You know, so it's uh, it's pretty impressive. Uh, how fast people can can really respond to it, um, and I started using it um, or found using it in athletes that you know we traditionally would have called crampers, but they never really cramped. They were more like slow to relax. So calcium, magnesium are kind of what the muscle uses to contract and, and relax, and um, that slow to relax feels a lot like when a cramp's about to come on. And you know, so we had done the sweat testing. We've done. We know what electrolytes were going in. It wasn't that. And just some of that, like, kind of immediate impact by providing the actual nutrients to the muscle, uh, mm-hmm. which on paper I should have known for decades, right? It just took me a little while to be like, oh, that's probably where the, <laughs> where the f- fault is. So, um, <laughs> yeah, so those are a couple of the products I use. Uh, you know, I'm really excited uh, about um, our Memoractive product, which is I use kind of in conjunction with the Cinequil, um, just again, kind of a mix of uh, ingredients that really support the brain kind of functioning. Mm-hmm. So a little bit of a nootropics, a little bit of like slow release caffeine. And then for me being in front of the computer all the time, it's uh, got lutein and zeaxanthine, which are two ingredients that help with blue light and how you process that. I need to uh, get this. hundred <laughs> uh, percent. Immediately. And, and, right. And, and blue light has a downstream effect on kind of melatonin and your body's kind of sleep wake cycle. It's why we say to, you know, turn your phone off, put it in night mode before yes. bed. But, um, you know, as you're looking at, you know, blue lights all day, uh, you know, it's tough to get quality sleep at the exact time you want to anyway. So let's kind 100%. of remove some of the barriers to that and kind of improve that bridge to sleep, as I call it. Joel, this has been so helpful, <laughs> even on a personal level. I um, <laughs> I can I appreciate you coming on so much, but I now know all of the new products that I'm going to be getting. Um, gosh, this is I thank you so much for coming on, and um, I've just learned so much, and you are such a expert in all things health and sports. So, um, again, appreciate it so much, and it was so great to um, meet you. Yeah, likewise. <laughs> Thanks for having me on.